The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Astros, who have been struggling for runs all series long, have scored three here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. And they are one swing away from taking their first lead in the series and walking off in the bottom of the ninth. Jose tries one deep to left field. LaCastro looks up. You've got to be kidding me. Six run. Bottom half of the night. Altuve's done it again. A three run home run for the second time this year against Chad Green. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and guess what? They kind of needed that one because up until then, things weren't going so well this weekend. Hey, lots to get to. Let's do it. It's a Monday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Power, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the shorter timer. Aaron Raybould is back. About damn time. If you want to get in today, 713-780, ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can uh, get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Click Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it because he's been gone. He wants to get involved. Twitter. Well, welcome back, Aaron. Yeah. Welcome back. You going to do the whole like theme song and everything for me? I don't have access to that. That's oh. up to you. No, I was friend. just waiting for you to do it a cappella. I mean, you no, are the songbird of the show. No, 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 not today. All right, fine. Not t- today's not about me. It's not. Isn't it? Isn't no. every show down the stretch about no, you? No, no, no. Yeah. People are going to be very upset if it's not. Yeah, it's all about you right now. Uh, if you want to get uh, get us on Twitter, it's at Fred Power F A O U R at A J is the real at Aaron is Blitz at Degenerates nine seven five. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And uh, we'll, we'll get to your walk-off there. But uh, did your guys have any walk-offs this weekend? I did not get a chance to keep keep up on Twitter. Uh, we walked off the field after losing the championship game. Oh. Yep. So, um, good run and came up one game short. Well, that's... Still a good run. You, yep. should, you should be happy. Yep. It's always disappointing when you get there and don't get the big one. But hey, um, that's that's damn good. How'd the uh, less accomplished team do? Uh, they actually did okay, and they they were more accomplished this week, obviously. And um, the the team that beat us in the championship, they had a five three lead on going into the last inning, mm. and they blew it and lost that game six to five. Ugh. Kind of like the Yankees. And had they knocked them out, then we probably we probably win the whole thing. Mm. Uh, but it just didn't work out that way. And uh, and you know what? It was it was a good team that beat us. We didn't. It was I, I'm like I'm not a, an excuse maker because everybody had to deal with the same stuff. But they changed the rules on us, like I told you on, yeah. on Thursday yeah. in the in the middle of it or on Friday, and. We were the only team that was really affected by those rule changes because they told us after our games, right? Everybody else had they, they were able to adjust. Um, but then uh, on top of that, 
the field that they put us on for the weekend was just a total. I mean, obviously, it'd been raining so much, but it was a mess. The mound was a mess, and like I said, the other teams had to pitch off of it too. Um, but it was just, it was a struggle. Uh, it was a, a long, a long weekend, and it would have been worth it had we won. It just it didn't get that way. That's all. Well, good run. You know, that's a that's a pat on the back kind of thing, and you know, you, it's a pretty good way to finish. It'd been better to win the whole thing. Yeah, you know, but better to have pulled an Altuve. Yeah, I a little bit of tear shed. Yeah, on for, I mean, mm-hmm. they were bombed. It was, I get it. Yeah, and that's obviously like the last time your kids are going to be. Yeah, well, yeah, last time my kids going to play with any of those kids. Mm-hmm. So, well, until like they get to the majors or something. Uh, well, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, so uh, that was at least an exciting way for the Astros to finish off what what, what had been a pretty disappointing series so far. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's, um, it's not, it's funny how this works because really the, the Astros kind of got punked out in this series, Yeah, but it's two games without scoring a run and they only had two going to the ninth. Yeah. It's funny how one, one inning can swing all the momentum. You don't even think about the fact that the Yankees just won that series. Right. Doesn't feel that way, right? They won four six in the season series. Doesn't feel that way at all because of Feels- that one inning where finally some offense happened. And it's like, wow, look at that. We were on top of the world. <laughs> I mean, you'd think the Astros won the World Series. Instead, they prevented themselves from being swept, and it was a they partied like it was nineteen ninety nine or twenty seventeen. Yeah, but um, it, I kind of enjoyed the fact that there was. Some uh, shade being thrown at each other with the the jersey tugs on the home runs yeah. by the Yankees, and then Altuve showing you his nips. Yeah, I know you wanted to see that. Oh yes, now so, I know. Uh, I kind of I kind of think that's fun. I enjoy that. I, I enjoy a, a, a bunch of uh, good natured bad blood. And um, but yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it wasn't a good series. I mean they, the the offense is really struggling, and, and except for that one inning. And even going back to the Oakland game, I mean, they were on, on the verge of losing four in a row and, you know, going two games where they were shut out, which is pretty brutal. Yep. And obviously, you don't have Bregman and Correa, but that, that doesn't excuse all of it. You need to be able to get a few runs here and there. Although, uh, uh, Garrett Cole, whatever replacement for spider tack he found seemed to work pretty damn well. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but uh, on the whole, I mean, I, I mean, it's a good way to go into the break, but... You know, Valdez wasn't great again yesterday, and that's like that wasn't horrible, but he was, you know, he only got four innings. Yeah, and he, he wasn't horrible, but he he wasn't very good either. No, he, the it, walks are. I mean, it's out of control, and that's kind of my concern here. And I don't want to, you know, I want to be too negative considering they won one out of three, uh, and and really won one inning out of twenty seven. Um, but Valdez has been so good. He was really good last year, really good this year. What concerns me with him, and you know, eventually it's going to be a concern with Lance McCullers if he stays healthy, the amount of innings are starting to add up a little bit. And he, he pitched 70 the last two years. He's already at 54. He's, he's clearly going to be over 100 innings if he keeps pitching well. And you got to wonder if maybe that's a factor a little bit. Maybe as he, you know, this is just not... Not something he's done before. So you you look at that, and then you know, if McCullough stays healthy and keeps putting up innings, that's that's a lot for a, guy, a lot of guys who have been great so far. But it's also, it, to me, it's a little bit of a concern that you have two less than stellar starts in a row, 
and you know he he missed some time too. So it's not even like you know he's got the seventy innings now. Yeah, but poor Marines. I'm glad my daughter insisted on staying at the game. I wanted to leave at the end of the seventh, but she wanted to stick it out. Yeah, I I, I flipped over just in time, basically to to see. Sorry, right, I'm going to watch the last inning until they get two outs, and then I'm out of here. Never left. So, <laughs> but uh, man, I, I I had one of the lamest weekends ever. I, I just stayed home. I did not go anywhere this weekend. I did not do anything except watch TV and sports. Watch a soccer match yesterday. Watch some Astros. Watch watch a little basketball last night. Which, by the way, that series is just every game sucks so far in terms of competitiveness. Kind of hoping. I although I, man, I'm really just kicking myself. Cause I, you know what? Milwaukee's a lock in this game. Milwaukee's a lock. I didn't feel I, I didn't have a feel for it either way, and I didn't get to watch it. So I was yeah. like, eh. I saw the score, and then I saw the um, I, I saw the highlights of it, and and I, I, I now mind you, the highlight that I saw wasn't like a Sports Center highlight. It was like a two minute cut together of the Suns clearly. Purposefully, purposefully, strategically fouling Giannis. Yeah. And then after they lose the game, bitching about complaining about how many foul calls there were. It, that's the, is that the weirdest thing ever? Yeah. That's, that's like, it, oh, we do the hack a shack. And then it's like, I can't believe they were calling all these fouls. No, what you can't believe is Giannis made some free throws yeah, he was, for what, once thir- in his 13 life. 13 of 17. That, that's, that's what your problem was. It wasn't that. They got more foul shots. It's that he made them. Yeah, and you kept trying, thinking, "Well, he's got to start missing them sometime." And the and other funny thing was, it was the exact twenty-six to sixteen, the exact same free throw discrepancy from game one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just it, that was a bad look uh, for old Monty. I think I think what he should have, if he wanted to complain, it's that you know Aiden got in foul trouble and that affected the game. Devin Booker was terrible. Oh, uh, he was real bad. And and that's. That's why they were never in it, and and that, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think he'll bounce back, but yeah, he's he's had one game in this series where you say, "Hey, it looks like Devin Booker," and and you're still up two one. So I think and, and Giannis has had to go and, and do superhuman efforts two games in a row, and he still lost one of them. Yeah. So if I'm a Suns fan, I still feel pretty good, but the actual basketball isn't much fun to watch. No, but that's all right. I didn't feel bad missing it. Mm. Uh. Greg said he decided to go back and watch Altuve's at bat with the Yankees radio team. It's almost like as soon as he stepped in the box, they knew it was coming. I, I mean, that's not surprising. Yeah, uh, they, it's like don't pitch to the little dude. Sometimes you know. I mean, it's yeah. it's. I heard Lance say it this morning, or John, one of them, was saying that it's it's a lot like when Albert Pujols used to come up against the Astros. Yeah, you knew how that story ended. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, and even it, up until like the last couple of years, Albert Pujols has been yeah. a shell of anything. It still beat but, the Astros. Yeah, guys. it's like oh, no, it's like he go. walks up there with that bat, and it's like oh no, he's got a bat in his hands. The Astros are in trouble. <laughs> I think the Yankees feel the exact same th- same thing about Jose Altuve. It's like oh man, that guy again. Maybe they, mm. the I mean honestly, they should have intentionally walked him. That would have been the best move. <laughs> but well, you 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 learn the hard way, and it wasn't a pitch that. He should have hit for a bomb. It well, was no. a, a ball. Yeah, I mean, it's a ball that he took off his shoestrings and 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 just drove out of, course, of there. So off his shoestrings is like waist level for anybody else. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he he's it, it's so weird how often he'll do that where he'll just hit a pitch that it's just a terrible pitch and he just mashes it. Yep. So seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is Altuve and the Yankees fans head. He's in all their heads. Yankees fans, Yankees players, Yankees announcers. But okay. this is the other thing. 
Astros fan, don't talk about who's in whose heads. Yeah. Because everybody's an Astro fan's head. Uh, John Boy is still an Astros fan's head. Otherwise, you wouldn't never say his name. Like, uh, all, every, that's the problem. Was he with the, the Waltons? With this, with this everybody in everybody's yeah. head. Yeah. Like, it, it, as much as teams and fan bases bitch about the Astros, the Astros, can't, Astros fans can't help but bitch and complain about national media not giving them respect or... Other teams' fan base is treating them like crap. It, like, everybody's in everybody's head. You're all a bunch of babies. Yeah, well, whenever you talk about somebody being in somebody's head, then that means somebody's in yours. Yeah. Pretty much. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Somebody stupid said something stupid again. Oh, boy, did he. <laughs> uh, you know what I think Shohai would like to say to him? Courtesy well, well, of, of Google let's, Translate. Let's wait for to talk to his interpreter. Sorosu Sutaban Sumiso. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. You're listening to The Blitz. Hey, guys, sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. I'm not taking anything away from Otani. I know what he's doing on the field. I know it's nothing short of spectacular. And I understand that baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch Watch you, okay? I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. And that's what I'm trying to say. You know, in other sports, Max, like basketball, you notice, you know, Dirk Nowitzki was German and and, 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 uh, uh, Manu Ginobili and others were from other places. And guess what, Max? They spoke fluent English. You understood what they were saying when somebody was interviewing them. They didn't need an interpreter. It goes a long way. For some reason, with, with Major League Baseball, you got these guys that need those interpreters. And I think that compromises the ability for them to ingratiate themselves with the American public, that, which is what we're really point. talking about. Somebody say good point. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Usually, I, I don't care what any of these guys say because they're doing it for attention. And, and, and he's very good at getting attention. Sure. Uh, but eh, this this one, it's like, come on, dude. Um, Not wise, guys. It, it's, what's your alternative? I mean, this this is what's going to make the All-Star weekend or All-Star tonight and tomorrow interesting is dude in the home run derby, dude starting pitching for the Angels and DH. I mean, that it's it's unique, it's original, and they're right to try to play the guy up. I don't care what he has to say. Although, I think he would he would just say "surusu sutaban samusu," <laughs> and I sure hope Google Translate didn't just lie to me and give me something really weird. I was too young to be in the media at the time, but did people really hate that Yao Ming had an interpreter? I don't remember. No, it. I don't remember anything. I don't remember like, being I remember upset Shaq about Shaq making the joke. Well, the, but- the difference was, I mean, uh, they kind of embraced Yao Ming because it was embracing. Uh, uh, China and and kind of 
it, it, it was it was kind of a cool culture thing. But to be honest with you, if you were around Yao a little bit back then, he really didn't need the interpreter. He just wasn't at the beginning, wasn't all that comfortable speaking English in those kind of settings. But when he would sit down with a couple of people, he he could speak English just fine. But his his interpreter was kind of like a star. It's like uh, everybody loved that guy. So it, it wasn't. I don't think anybody looked at it as oh, speak English. You know, it's like, um, and plus it it helped. And I, I I couldn't tell you two things about Otani's sense of humor or anything like that because I've never really paid attention. Yao had a great sense of humor. He, he was a very funny dude and um, was entertaining. And even in the translation, one of the weird things about it, though, from a from a cultural standpoint, one of uh, one night at the Chronicle, we had a picture of Yao Ming because there weren't many pictures back then. This is keep in mind this. It was really hard to get anything out of China. The only picture we had of Yao Ming was one that uh, somebody sent us from China, like a, a, a journalist. And in the background, it had like this painting with a bunch of Chinese words, which is why I'm being really careful with Google Translate right now. And we ran it, and we have we had a Chinese artist who sees it in the paper after the first edition and comes running sc- screaming how we have to take get rid of that picture because apparently in Chinese it said all kinds of things like death to America, uh, well, well, death I mean, to that the capitalist. Seems legit. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not Damn saying capitalists. I'm not saying they're wrong. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, so we had to take it out of the paper. And then the next day we ran a story about the whole, you know, culture differences and it was kind of, it was kind of cool, but it's one of those things, you know, th- thankfully with Google translate, you could just easily look that up now. But, uh, but he was, it was different, man. And people, I, I, there weren't many people who disliked Yao Ming and I don't, I don't know how many people dislike Otani b- besides Stephen A. Clark. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's a uh, that's an odd thing to to throw out there, uh, especially now. Like, I don't know. That, that's something that I feel like drunk white guy at the bar would say. Not I'm on ESPN. Stephen A. Smith should be saying. Yeah, so, and and this somebody said it was dumb to say it, but it's kind of true. Your best player can't connect with the fans. Um, how much connecting with the fans? do you need to do when you're doing historical things for the first half of the season? You don't, that's not going to yeah. connect. I mean, what, well, what, what do you want three home runs and struck out a hundred people? Oh, the fans just can't connect with that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I think that's silly. I mean, what, what, what is it you want them to do? Do you want them to be LeBron and comment on everything? Is that, is that kind of what you're expecting? I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, well, Americans, this is America speak English. Yeah. And, and ironically, some of the people who say that kind of thing, and I know you're joking, uh, their English ain't so good. No. <laughs> uh, said, I'm with Fred on this. I, I don't care what Tani has to say. In fact, I wish we heard less from our best athletes. Yeah, I mean, th- this is one of those things that, and it's it's kind of gotten heightened because so many of them have gotten very political but man i don't care about what these guys think i want to see them entertain me on the field whether it's football whether it's it's basketball or whether it's a guy who can deal 100 and hit 30 home runs yep i just want to be entertained man if i want you know if i want to hear 
you know, people's opinions on something in in going on socially, I go to you know CNN or Fox News for that. I don't I don't need that for my. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have opinions. It's just that's not why I tune in. And I, I don't tune in to hear Otani sit here and try to connect with the fans and talk about you know whatever. I don't. I've never heard a word out of his mouth. And I'm okay with it. I'll watch the guy. You also probably haven't had a, heard a word out of his mouth. And I love watching play Fernando Tatis. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard him say anything. And I mean, what, what is honestly, it? how many, how many baseball guys other than your local players? Are you really like ultra familiar with hearing them talk? You know, like I'll, I'll tell you the one guy that comes to mind that I hear talk the most besides someone who plays for the Astros, Trevor Bauer. Because he's, I mean, he's always got sound bites. He's always being interviewed. But like, uh, I'll, I'll for throw, the most part, I, I don't hear him very. Like, I don't hear Mike Trout talk. I don't even hear uh, Bryce Harper used to talk more. He doesn't even talk anymore. Like it's yeah, he, it, uh, Aaron Judge because of the uh, commercials on ESPN. Even though he didn't talk much in them, but yeah, I think that that's how many of these other guys do you know much about? And and you really have to be following baseball to even know yeah. Bauer stuff. I think we have a new game for our giveaway tomorrow. That, Name that baseball player just on their voice. Ooh, I like luck. it. Yeah, good it, luck. It, Tyler brought up Mike Trout too. How much connection does Mike Trout have with the fans? And he speaks. Matter, he's the best player. Does he speak English? I, we don't know. He's never said words. <laughs> well, how many Romans were really wondering what the gladiators thought about the geopolitical system of the Roman Empire when they were in their fighting lions? Nobody. You know yeah. why? You're in there to entertain. And since I would. would with the point here is MLB's uh, advertising, actually their marketing is, is terrible. Yeah, I think that's part of it. There's a reason we don't know much about these guys. Now, you know the Astros. You know, you know Altuve, the, the Hobbit. You know the whole Correa, what are they going to say now? I mean, and, and Bregman, you know, because those guys are, you're, they're, they're your local guys. And in most local markets, those fans will know the players. But I, I didn't even know he needed an interpreter. How's that? Like if a if a Latin ball player speaks broken English, is that somehow way better than them not speaking English at all? You know, you you know who had a great connection with fans and is arguably one of the most beloved players of the last twenty five years. Ichiro D- didn't speak a lick. Didn't matter. He was he was a superstar. And a lot of these guys, they do. They have that interpreter because a lot of people in Japan, believe it or not, don't speak English. So it, it that way, it helps everybody in both markets where baseball wants to be popular in both markets for them to speak both. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, I just I just want to see the guy rake. I don't care about connecting with the fans, and 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 I and that's what I. If I were going to ask him to explain it to me, which I don't want to hear anyway, it's like, okay, so what, what is your alternative? What what would you do? Because that, that and that's one of my problem with, problems with a lot of these hot takes. It's just they're hot takes. Well, what's your solution? Make the guy learn English? It's a pretty poor solution, but okay. Yeah. Uh, 713-780, ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Um, yeah, and I mean, hey, somebody brought up a good point. Is he going to get on there and 
and tell us he's a junkie? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to tell you about David Kelly, who's a junkie. junkie. Yeah. Uh, just just in case you were curious, one bicky, two bicky. <laughs> if he's going to go full Easter, be honest. Yeah. Google translates like One my, fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. This is one of my new favorite toys. Is just put in uh, phrases like that in whatever language it is of the day. So that was that was one fish, two fish, and uh, so and Megabus, you're different though. For we're talking about regular fan, define regular fan. So what do you mean by what? And I mean I'm not trying to be combat. Just define regular fan for me. And and I mean, is it? Are you only buying H E B because of Astros H E B commercials? I'm 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 asking because what I what I what I don't understand. And, and and I mean, I'm asking it, asking it to be explained. I mean, what what is it that Stephen A. wants done instead of making him the face of Baylor? So who who else are we going to make the face here? I mean, I, I'm just curious. And then I'm curious what you mean by a, why is a regular fan different? Well, it's funny. Lamont says we never heard Kamala the Ugandan giant, and he was the face of wrestling. A because Kamala was really a, a dude from Alabama. Uh, and I don't know that he spoke Ugandan, um, <laughs> but uh, but if you remember, and a guy who actually was for a long time the face of wrestling was Andre the Giant, and he could barely speak English. He, he was you didn't matter. know you wouldn't know what he sounded like if he wasn't in the Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, no, you would because he 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 wasn't he would cut promos every once in a while. Yeah. They weren't good. No, they they made sure that they kept them short because. But I mean, this guy was so bad at speaking. That they still put him in a movie, and he was still great in it, because it was it was a perfect role. So, and Buchanan is just, is Tatis not the face of baseball right now? Well, I don't think baseball has a face. Let's start with that. Like, if, if we want to have this argument about the NFL, there's a lot of guys you can start with. That okay, is this guy the face of the well, league? I, 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 I mean, think there's only one guy. I think there's one guy that you can you. Well, that's not true because Tom Brady, you could argue, is still the face of the league. Yeah, well, but Patrick I, I, Mahomes is certainly the like that's who the that's who the league wants to present as their new guy. Yeah, that's he's he's pretty much it. But it's I mean Brady's still winning titles, and you know Aaron Rodgers with all his little drama is still out there. And anybody on the Cowboys, you can make a case for, even though they're not as good. Um, but that's the NFL, and I think NBA too. Same thing. You can you can make a case for a lot of guys. I mean LeBron, still the guy, but your beloved Steph Curry, you can make a case for. Because he's got some titles. Kevin Durant, you can make a case for. There's a lot of faces in there. Baseball, I, I don't, I don't know that it's, it's, it, you know, the fact that what Otani's doing is interesting, and that's kind of setting him yeah. apart. But I, I honestly, there's not a lot of guys that I like to just watch. Well, there were a couple guys like, uh, so Bryce Harper, I think, got more of a push by MLB than Mike Trout ever has because Bryce Harper had the look of a guy that like they wanted him to be a star. He, he was a big strapping good looking dude he you know like that's who they were hoping would be they in their perfect world Bryce Harper would have had all the the talent that Mike Trout has just didn't work out that way right. Right? and Bryce Harper was good but he was never what Mike Trout is so often they'll try and push a certain guy but sometimes just the, the guy just pushes himself guy becomes a star organically um and sometimes guys have these flash in the pan seasons and then it falls back down to earth. And like if you had said a year ago, 
Cody Bellinger is going to be a, a superstar. Yeah, I'd believe you. Right now, he's hitting like 205. It's a total S show. Uh, Mookie Betts was an MVP a couple of years ago. Now, now he's, you know, he's, he's struggling. It, this is, that's baseball. There's ups and downs. You have to establish yourself for a long time and be really consistent for a long time, be marketable, be a lot of different things. Or you can do what Otani's doing right now and be a very unique ball player, first of all. But it's all, we don't know how how sustainable his stardom is. It's I mean this he's, is half a season, man. He hasn't been healthy. That's and, and you know it's fun to make these comparisons and talk about hey he's on the same path that you know here's the numbers he had versus the numbers Ruth had in his best year when he was pitching and hitting. It's all fun to do that. It's half a season, and a month from now, if he strains something else or Tommy John's again, then oh well that was fun. Nobody's going to care that he doesn't speak English then. Um, I got to figure out how to say Tommy John in Japanese. So, um, so yeah, but it's it, it's as a, for an All Star game. Let, let's keep in mind this is meaningless. Uh, it's Tommy John. Uh, it, it's a meaningless game. It's an exhibition. There's nothing wrong with highlighting this guy and what he's done for the first half of the season. And how many times have we seen guys going to the All Star game having done incredible things over the first half of the season? You never hear from again. I do think we kind of went. Uh, we we went away from what the the story really is here, and that's Stephen A. Smith. No, it's because I don't but, want to give him any credit. Well, he doesn't. Deserve, I mean, this is a situation where I don't think he deserves credit. Um, but he he certainly deserves some the heat that he's getting. And again, I, I'm you know me. I don't think people should get fired for much. Uh, but I, I I do think that if we're talking about you know Rachel Nichols losing her gig over things, or not, and not losing her job, but losing the NBA final. There, there should be some sort of a, a punishment or a suspension or something. I would think for that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that when we come back. I'm not so sure I agree. Okay. Well, let me tell you guys about TGS Insurance. If you want to save some money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS would like to be your partner in that. They want to save you money. Uh, and here's, here's the deal. You're probably overpaying on your homeowner's insurance. You probably have some sort of a bundle or something like that, that you got a long time ago. And you're like, man, that's a great deal. And then that bundle expired. And now you're paying full, full ship for, uh, for that, for that insurance. And boy, that ain't no good. If you look at it, see what you're paying now, then text the word money to 23, 23, 23. You might be surprised. I certainly was. I saved over a thousand dollars by a year by switching to TGS and it's as simple as sending that text text the word money to 232323 they're going to ask for your address you reply back with that within 15 seconds you'll have a full and firm quote right there in your inbox and if you like it great they'll switch you over get you started saving money right away if you don't like it no big deal throw away throw it away and and go on with your day like nothing happened all it cost you was 15 seconds text money to 232323 see what you could save today with TGS Tell me, don't take my foot off the gadget. They give you an it's gonna take you a mouth. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Wheel Fun Sports. Keep my hands on this is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. 
And we're back on the Blitz. A real good point from a guy on the text line. Says, Stephen A's just mad because he needs controversial sound bites from athletes in order to do his job, and Otani doesn't give him that. Hmm. Yeah. That might be a factor. But before we went to break, you said he ought to be suspended. I think that they should consider at least some sort of, I mean, he should have to issue some kind of a public apology or something. Well, he's already know. done some apology that I haven't seen, but I was told it wasn't very good. I also feel like, did it feel like Max was kind of like trying to save him a little bit? Like, yeah, that would, that would help. But, and, and then Stephen A, as Stephen A does, just continue to like barrel through and talk over him. And Max ain't the guy to save you. Like, pairing those two guys together is a nightmare because neither one of them is ever going to save the other. They're both dopes. But it felt like like maybe Max was like, okay, let me take this one and run with it a little bit, and I'll give you a chance to recover. But Stephen A was like, ah, 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 ah. I'm the star here. Let me keep going. Let me keep digging this hole. And he did. Well, here, here's, here's my issue with this. And... and- I don't really want to – I don't think it's a fair comparison to Rachel Nichols because she was – and I don't think she should have gotten in trouble either. She was recorded after a show when she didn't think she was on air. What I'm saying is if she's going to get in trouble, Stephen A. Smith for something he did on air, to me that's that's more of something that he should get in trouble for than what Rachel Nichols did. Okay, start with the fact that I don't think she should have gotten in trouble, but – I agree with you there. But the the, the key difference here – I mean, ESPN is paying him to do stuff like this. I, guess They're so. pay- I mean, he's getting $10 million a year to be provocative, to have opinions, to say stuff like this that goes viral. And he's, he's going to get, uh, he gets all kinds of attention for it. That's what they're paying him for. And why, why do you think they keep trotting him out to UFC and things like that that he knows nothing about? Because he'll say something that will go viral, basically. So, I mean, it's kind of his job. That's what you're paying him to do. And yes, he's going to say some things every now and then that you kind of go, what the hell? And this is one of them. But I think it's a different situation. I mean, this is a guy that you have put in the spotlight to do specifically this. This is what that show is. It's what Max is supposed to do, too. Max does it, too. That's why we know who, what their names are. How many people actually watch those shows? I guarantee you the ratings aren't very good. But everybody talks about it because they're talking about the the clips, which is, you know, to the, to the texture's point is what, uh, Stephen A does, you know, that's what he does is riff off their, their, uh, clips. Well, people are riffing off his now and, and, and he's getting tons of attention for it. So I think, uh, I, I think that it's, it, to me, it's not, not even a suspension. Okay. You know, it, it's just, that's, that's, that's what that show is. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to come up with. I, and I guarantee you, there's probably some producer in his ear saying, "Hey, say this, say this, say he can't be the face because he's Japanese." Yeah, because those guys have ten producers. So, yeah, I, I mean, well, not like the, his producers ever helped him out before. No, no, but I mean, his producers. I think his producers would love seeing him dangle out there. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, their their livelihood uh, depends on it too. So. But yeah, I just, I, and I'm also, and, and I think I've tried to be pretty consistent about this, that, you know, people being fired for saying something stupid while either trying to be funny or where they're trying to do a hot sports take to me shouldn't, 
you know, I mean, that's you're encouraging them. Even if the hot sports take or or the the joke or whatever it is is kind of at its core a little bit racist. It's uh, I I think it depends on how in what context you do it. And, And we talk about this all the time, how you use a word, how you use a phrase. If you're intending for it to be something belittling to someone of a certain race, then, yeah. But I mean, a lot of times I don't think that's the case. And I think it comes out looking stupid. And I also think we jump on people who make those mistakes and equate that with people who are being openly racist. So if he if he'd come out and s- said something the effect of, all right, and, and, and okay, guys, I'm just quoting something that should get you in trouble. I want to make that make this clear. Okay? Oh boy, no, I'm turning my microphone off while no, Fred no, says no, this. no, no. But but okay, so if he had said something the effect of, I don't know how a guy who bombed Pearl Harbor can uh, be the face of a franchise. That w- there, there is there there's an intent to be mean there, right? Right, and and that and incite some hate towards Japanese people. That you should get in trouble for. But I don't think he should be as big of a superstar as he is because he doesn't speak English. I mean, yeah, that's I mean that's being uh, you know that 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 is just being. It's not intended. I mean, he, what if he were talking about Jordan Alvarez? I, I mean, to me, that's kind of the same thing. It is the same thing. So, I mean, to me, he's not intentionally singling out Japanese people and trying to stir up hatred. How's that? Okay. But we do live in a world where right now it's like there, there's a lot of Asian hate and things like that around the country. And those like there's some really sensitive people to that cause. It's not a great timing for Stephen A. Smith is all I'm thinking. I think also, yeah, I, I, it's, it's really hard for me to equate Asian hate with him saying no, the guy shouldn't you know, shouldn't be the face because he has a translator, um, and somebody else said just like the white basketball announcer saying hoodlum. That was that Van Gundy that did that, that compared somebody to a hoodlum. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe so. Uh, there's all the all, hoodlum and posse. These are words that I didn't know were race words, but they are now apparently. So, well, but okay, and that kind of to my point, and ignorance is one thing and hell I, I didn't know posse was a negative word i was i was using it like phil jackson yeah. until i found out it was and mostly i was referring to my friends but you know it's it, those are the kind of things was there intent for me to belittle someone behind that no and once you learn okay and in this case i'm not defending what he said i, I don't think he's right but I don't think I don't think you can put someone in a position where they're supposed to be provocative, where they're supposed to say outlandish things, and he says something outlandish, and now you got to get him in trouble with it. So, and didn't Max? Didn't I hear Max say something like that's a good point in there? I think so. I think again that was him trying to go. Okay, give me the ball and let me try to steer this somewhere he, out of it. Yeah, he was saying, and he was trying to, but he was saying, Smith was not yielding. He was at saying, all. sure, speaking English would help. It would help make him a bigger star, but it, like, I don't know. It just seemed like Stephen A was he was locked in. Here, here's another really good point. Canelo Alvarez is the face of boxing. He has a translator. I don't know if he's he's certainly the face of Mexican boxing. But boxing's a little different too. It's like you gravitate that to more of a nationality, right? It's, it's a very nationalistic sport. So when we come back, I want to hear about how Conor McGregor was speaking English oh, after oh, Saturday. Oh. <laughs> Quick break. It's a blitz at ESPN 97.5925. 
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. He said that he believes that one of the kicks that he checked is what broke your leg. There was no check. There was not one of them I checked. Your wife is in me DMs. Hey, baby. Hit me back on my chance later on. We'll be on the after party to win no good, baby. You're looking your little him. Okay, I need a translator. Can you help me with that? Uh, that was him saying... Uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah, Conor McGregor. He basically said there was no check. Uh, your wife is in my DMs. Bleep, 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 bleeper. You're looking fine with your little bleep. Yep. Uh, after party at the Wind Nightclub, mother bleep. That's it. Bleep him. Yeah, bleep him. Bleep that guy. Hmm. Okay. So uh, apparently his surgery went fine uh, on his leg. Is it is it time for him to start thinking about exiting here? Listen, it's it's tough because he will still make money, but I think we've reached the point where Conor McGregor will never be a champion again. So he can either continue to fight and make money, and there's a lot of guys who do that. Um, you know, Anderson Silva did that at the end of his career. Nick Diaz, he'll probably come out and fight again, even though he's never going to be a champion again. Um, for some guys, it doesn't matter all that much, but it's rare that a guy who's been to the the pinnacle is willing to just be a guy. And he's better than most guys. Don't get me wrong; he's just not he's not going to beat the best guys in the world anymore because he doesn't live the life full time. You have to live the life full time if you're going to be the best in the world. So he'll he'll still be a draw. He'll still get checks. Although I don't know, man. You start losing so many fights in a row, people stop wanting to see you on pay per view. As those pay per view numbers get smaller and smaller, maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore. But it's a it's a good way to ruin your legacy. I can tell you that. Well, how long did Chuck Liddell go before people quit watching? Way too long. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's, to me, an example of a guy who held on too long. But at what point did he quit being a draw? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, Chuck Liddell was, I, I want to say, I, I want to say he might have been headlining up to his last UFC uh, card, or at least he was, I'm, I'm going to look, I think he was either headlining or co-headlining like up to the bitter end. Uh, so his last UFC fight, June 12th, 2010 was UFC 115 Liddell versus Franklin. Uh, UFC 97. He was the co-main event. Uh, co-main event. Uh, it was, Anderson Silva, Talis Latis, and then Shogun Hua, Chuck Liddell was the co-main. Uh, before that, UFC 88, Chuck Liddell, Rashad Evans, headliner. Uh, before that, UFC 79, uh, it was GSP Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, Vanderlei Silva, co-headliner. So he was still, 
He was on the poster for every event. And how how did those last few fights go? Uh, he Chuck lost five of his last six fights in the UFC. And then he fought once. If you remember, he fought uh, Tito Ortiz again for Golden Boy, and he lost that as well. Hmm. Yeah, Tito's another one that hung around for a long time. But yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of you know, I, I kind of think that's where we're we're getting though. Is he's still going to be a draw? But for how long? And how long? And and you know, does he need this? I mean, he just sold his whiskey for I don't know how much money. A bunch. Um, does he really need the money? I think he likes a spot. I, I think he likes being. I like he likes being a star. Yeah. What about the other fights? What do you think? Uh, I thought fights were overall pretty strong. Um, I mean, obviously that was a, a disappointing finish there to that one, but the the card itself was pretty. I, Ryan Hall lost, which made me really sad. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I I don't like that. But the Gilbert Burns Stephen Thompson fight was good. Greg Hardy got knocked out. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna yeah. complain about a card where Greg Hardy got knocked out? Well, and the kid who was the the uh, the working in the paint factory, Chris Mutino, yeah, got fight of the night. Oh my god, he should, I don't know if it was fight of the night. It was definitely bludgeoning of the night. Well, he got seventy five grand for it. Yeah, they stopped so. the fight with twenty seven seconds left to go, which I felt bad for. I thought they should have let him finish the fight, but Sean O'Malley beat him to a pulp. I mean, it was just a clinic. And it it was fun. I mean, I was it was super. You, you walk away with a lot of respect for Mutino because he probably shouldn't have been in that fight to begin with. And he's tough as hell, but just not on the same level, obviously. But uh, it was it was a fun card, man. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six at uh, five o'clock. I've got a little football quarterback update okay. for you on your favorite air humper. Yeah, and. Uh, before that, I wanted to, to get a little Rockets in, if we have time here. The, there is a report, and I think this is good news, but I want to hear what you think, that the Rockets have been in discussion with the Pacers for the 13th pick in a deal that would involve Eric Gordon. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I'll take, oh, I, you're taking Eric Gordon? Done. I'll take it. Whatever, what are you giving back? I don't care. Come on, bring it. He's on our team now. Make it the, I'll take a third-round pick. I know you don't have those, yeah. but I'll take it. But yeah, if you could, you could get another asset like that. Now you're going to have to take some salary back, obviously. But you can get. They kind of mentioned that uh, that the Pacers could send back Jeremy Lamb, who has a ten and a half million dollar expiring contract, and kind of make the money work that way. But if you're if you're the Rockets, that's a possibility. Absolutely. I mean, that's a no doubter, right? Yeah, and. I don't know what uh, Eric Gordon's going to do for your team anyway, and if you can even go somewhere and compete to a compete for a playoff game, a playoff team. Why not? Um, just just fan in seven one three said I, I'd never seen Ryan Hall fight and was cracking up the whole time. Dude, literally was on the ground and never threw a punch. He well, he broke he broke his hand on the first punch of the fight, <laughs> um, but it, and there were people saying this guy fights like an idiot. That's how Ryan Hall fights every time. Ryan Hall is not a guy who uh, is going to go in there and just bang with you. That it, He does this every time, which is why I love him so much. And you can say he looks like a, like a dummy in there, but that was the first time he's lost in the UFC. He's now 4-1 and one in the UFC, and 
he he submitted BJ Penn. Like this this guy is a a master at what he does. Uh, it's just that time didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, the guy was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. I was I was obviously rooting for him because that was my uh, my free play bet. But yeah, yeah, it's it's free play. What the hell? Uh, and, and yeah, I, I got a chance to go back and watch most of them, and, and I, I I enjoyed the card. All right, guys, let me tell you about Carbach. Uh, you know, I've been enjoying some Carbach lately. Uh, and we're going to do a show there at the end of the, the last, uh, the last episode of the blitz ever will be at Carbach on July 30th. So swing by, see us there for that. Have yourself a great meal while you're out there at Carbach. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, uh, fantastic food and obviously fantastic beverages. When you're in there in the, uh, in the restaurant, they've got all the, all the beers on tap that you'll find normally the mainstays, the, the Hopadillo, the Love Street, the Crawford Bach. Uh, they'll have a bunch of ranch water. But you can also find beers that they're doing either KR&D, which is their research and development beers, like just trying some things out. Maybe, you can, uh, maybe you'll try something that if, if you love it, they'll, they'll say, all right, what do you think of this? You love it? Okay, maybe we'll bottle it someday down the line. Or there's, they pull out some vintage stuff that you won't be able to find anywhere else ever, ever again. Uh, fantastic food, fantastic drinks, fantastic folks at Carbach. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See what the latest goings on are at the brewery and the restaurant and with the concert series. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbach. You need a taste of your own This is Ed Tuttle Jones, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.